the people who know their God will show strength and take action. Daniel 1132b This week's episode concludes the series entitled The Lord's Present Move with speaking from Brother Minoru Chen. In this portion, he shares the positive history seen with Judas Maccabeus as an inspiration for our service today in standing for God's building and caring for Christ and the church. This meeting was held in October of 2010 in Irvine, California. A link to the full audio can be found in the episode note. This purifying, this refining, cleansing is on the one side. Is on the one side. There is the other side. Oh, the other side was a challenge. Not just the dealing of your being. It is for something. The other side is what? The other side is those who know their God would rise up. Rise up and take action. In other words, be strong. Be strong. And the, I think in the original, maybe King James, it says, do exploits. It's not take action, something like this. I just don't remember, Tom. Do exploits. You know what? You know, like go on an expedition. You know? Like, like do something aggressive. Uh, and so the Maccabees read this. And many of them died, by the way, these Maccabees. Many of them died. They considered martyrdom for, for the Jewish nation. They died for their country, many of them. There, there are many even famous monuments of the Maccabees. Yeah? If you go to Israel, I have never been there as a tourist. A lot of stories. Uh, even today you have these books of Maccabees that tells those kind of stories. Uh, It's a very big part of the so-called 400 silent years from Israel's return to captivity until the time when the Lord came, came. Those times were not reflected in any book, even in the Old Testament. The so-called 400 silent years, and this is a big part of it. From about 100 70-some B.C. to 60-some B.C., over that kind of period of time. And this revolt, this, this fight, this rebellion, quote, quote, was about five to six years' time. Oh, show strength and take action. So these Jews show strength and took action at phenomenal odds. A ragtag army. Guerrillas, really, in use today's words, guerrillas. They fought the war and they won, won it and restored the temple. Brothers and sisters, the Lord's recovery is a Maccabee recovery. Do you, do you agree with me? Amen. It's not a good times. 
everything is hunky-dory recovery. No, no. The recovery from very beginning is a Maccabean recovery. In, in that spirit, that's what I mean. Why? You say, very simple. Today, the temple of God is still marred. It's still desecrated. Look, where the temple is a picture of Christ and the enlarged Christ, which is the church. Both of these today are still in a kind of what? Desecrated condition. Who cares for Christ? Who cares for the church? In its place are all dirty things. You know, what do you call a female pig? A sow? sow? A sow. You know, a sow is a female pig. He did something deliberately to defile God's temple, God's testimony. This Antichrist did. And today, look, 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 look at Christendom. Don't you agree with me, the defilement? Who cares for Christ? Who really cares for the church? That fight was the fight to regain, uh, to cleanse and restore the temple. That fight was to recover Jerusalem. That fight was to reestablish the kingdom of the Jews, the Jewish nation. And we all know what these things are. The all-inclusive Christ is the land. The kingdom of God is the city of Jerusalem. And the temple, the holy temple, is God's dwelling place, his house, the church. All these are lost and even desecrated. What is on the altar today? Zeus, philosophy, all kinds of worldly, secular things. Christianity is being secularized. It's being supplanted by secularism, by politics. Where is God's pure testimony, brothers and sisters? Where is it? And so, against this kind of situation, there is a need for Maccabees, today's Maccabees, to rise up, to restore, to reestablish, to rebuild. Until that happens, Jesus Christ could not come back the first time. Well, I hope, brothers and sisters, with this word, you would have some feeling, have some view of what a critical time a moment we're still in today. When Brother Nee was around, he was living in that moment. He was the Maccabee of that day. And those with him. And Brother Lee. And all the senior brothers 
even the co-workers who are all aging today. But let me ask you, brothers and sisters, when will your moment be? When will your time be to pick up the sword, so to speak, pick up the shield, to fight for God's interests on the earth? You ask me, I'll tell you. Now. Now. Not tomorrow. Not five years later. Not when you're more matured. Or not when you become middle age. Now. It's now. When we came in our teenage, we sense it was now. Well, don't laugh at us. You say, well, now it's still 40, 50 years later. You still have, nothing has happened. Don't say that. Don't say that. We were living in that moment. And we carried out what the Lord assigned to us at that time. And that's all we could do. Now there needs to be another generation meeting the Lord's present need. And you have to. Or someone has to. And I want to lift up. I want you to lift up your eyes. I want you to lift up. Broaden your vista. To see that. To see this. So I was going to talk about the move of the Lord in this country specifically. But I feel tonight... If I get into there, I won't come out. And number two, it won't do justice if we just treat it as a kind of attachment. How about we spend another time soon? How do you feel? To get into the Lord's move today. And let me tell you, it's today and you should be the main burden bearer of this move. Not the co-workers. Not those that are too young. But you. The time has come. It's your turn. You have to bear this burden to fight for your nation. Actually, it's God's holy nation. To fight for his kingdom. To fight for his testimony and interest. I also like this word. I'll be done after this. And I, that's verse 33. And those with insight among the people will cause the many to understand. I love this. There's not just, you know, the fighting in that way. It is a fighting. But I tell you, so much of what the Lord is doing has to do with the teaching. The teaching. The Jews who is to be the teachers of the nations. That they will still come. And all the world will come to gather in Jerusalem to heed the teaching. But today, brothers and sisters, just like Paul says, what? I was commission as a herald. Am I right? Yeah. That apostle, 
a herald, and a teacher of the nations. Brothers and sisters, you've been to the full-time training. You heard all these wonderful, wonderful, blessed messages that no one even thought of. Things that eyes have not seen, ears have heard. We've seen it. We heard it in this precious and rich ministry. What is our job? I tell you, our job is to teach it. Is to teach it to the nations. It says, disciple the nations. Number one, baptizing them. That's the first step. Number two, what? Teaching them. It says, God desire all men to be saved. That's like baptism. But also to come to the full knowledge of the truth. That's teaching. We have a twofold job. To save souls and to teach the nations. And today, let me tell you, there is a famine, there is a total bankruptcy of the truth in Christendom. And here we are, we have it all. We have it all. In this book, in all your library, we have it all. Who will teach the nations? You have to. I have to. If not, they will have no way of learning this truth. This is the commission of the Lord's recovery today. Well, I end with this call. Brothers and sisters, Go and pray a specific prayer to the Lord. And ask Him to speak to you personally about what I share tonight. What I share is just what I share. It could be in your notebook. It could be gone tomorrow morning. But what He will tell you, what He will speak to you, will remain forever. You have to go to him. Don't just even leave with some inspiration and good feeling tonight. I don't trust that, tell you the truth. I don't trust that. I trust in the Lord's personal touch. The Lord's personal visitation of each one of you individually. But that requires a price. You need to spend time. You need to go to him in a deliberate way and ask the Lord to tell you what is on his heart today. Okay? Amen. I think that is quite good enough. Uh, let us find another time. I, 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 I can be here every night with you. You know, that's what we did in those days. Right? We, every day that when there's not a meeting, we feel something is wrong. What's wrong today? Oh, no meeting. That's what's wrong. And now it's like, oh no, it's another meeting night. I mean, it could become like that. Let us gather around the Lord's word. Let us hear his heartbeat. Let us find out what he wants. And let us join ourselves to him. Darby, right? Darby? 
Oh, the joy of what? Having nothing. Being nothing. Seeing nothing but the Christ in glory. And what? To care for for nothing but his, except his interest on the earth, here on earth. What a man. This is a man who knows who is in God's heart. Lord, be merciful with us. Thank you for joining us today. To hear the complete recording and other messages, please visit livingtohim.com. If you would like to receive regular updates from us, please subscribe to this podcast and join our mailing list on our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, where our handle is at livingtohim.com.